Hi there. Welcome to episode 15 of Milk's Favorite Podcast, the unofficial Oreo Review Podcast. I'm Michelle. No, no, I'm Michelle. And I'm Randy. And on each episode of Milk's Favorite Podcast, we review a different kind of Oreo, rate it in each of eight different categories, and add up the ratings to see just how good this Oreo really is. But before we get to our Oreo today, we have a little story from Michelle. The real Michelle. So, uh, last week, I guess it was just last week, I was in Norway, and because of this podcast, I wanted to see what kind of Oreos they had in Norway. What kind of Oreos did they have? Not very many different types. They had original, they had double stuff, and they had, what was the third kind? Golden? I sent you a picture. I don't know. But we can put those pictures, because you, you actually took a couple of pictures, right? I did. And there were there were lots of them. Like, it seemed like they were popular, because there were so many different boxes of them, but all of those basic types. And this is kind of disappointing, because we like to review different kinds of Oreos. But it doesn't have to be disappointing for you, listener, because we'll put those pictures up on Instagram. Yeah, so, to, so I thought I would see if I could find any other kinds. Were you successful? I was successful. This was the only different flavored Oreo that I could find. Well, let's table that for a second, Michelle. Were there other weird Oreo things in Norway? There were. Like what? There were multiple dessert types of desserts that were made out of Oreos, which I thought was strange because they didn't seem like they had very many different flavors. So I had an Oreo flavored macaron, which was very good. Not very strongly Oreo flavored because... What is that? I mean... Yeah, an Oreo is kind of like a macaron anyway. Right. But it, it had cookies and cream sort of filling. And I was also in a pizza, an American-style pizza restaurant. Maybe that's why they had Oreo-flavored things. So they had an Oreo... Actually, I didn't look up what the dessert was, but it had an Oreo in the name. So now uh, we're going to get into our first category, which is name. And the name of this Oreo is Choco Brownie Oreo. So, Michelle... What do you think? I'm kind of excited. I really like brownies. Me too. And so I'm expecting this to be like a really intense chocolate flavor. Okay. Like chocolate flavored cream, which, well, we haven't tried the chocolate Oreo, but I'm expecting this to be a very like deep, you know, brownie. We kind of have tried the chocolate flavored Oreo. Oh, that's true. You're right. I forgot about that. Um, we didn't like it, did we? Not really, no. Okay. So chocolate and brownie, similar but different, right? In yes. terms of flavor? Yes, different. Chocolate is a component of brownie. Mm-hmm. But there's well, also... What would you say the difference is? Brownie is kind of cakey, so you have not just the chocolate, but you also have the flavor of a cake, and you mm-hmm. have... Often the best brownies are kind of fudgy. That's true. And that's a different a different layer of chocolate. So when I hear that this is brownie flavor, not specifically chocolate flavor, I'm looking forward to something textured and deep and, and with different notes, right? Because chocolate, mm. just chocolate can be one note. Yeah. And so I'm looking, I'm excited too, because I think it's going to be more. 
I'm a little worried about your texture prediction there because you realize it's just the cream is. So uh, it's not it's not texture. <laughs> oh, like, te- the, the way, flavor. Like the flavor has texture. Okay, sure. <laughs> That's fine. I agree with you, right? Because brownies have butter in them. Yeah. And egg and things yeah. that make it rich in a not chocolatey way. I was trying to remember the ingredients in brownies <laughs> and I just couldn't. <laughs> Sorry, mom. My mom taught me how to bake, which is why I just apologized to her. Oh. I don't think she listens, though. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited. I like the, the choco part. It doesn't say chocolate. Choco. Well, is it's choco kinda... how you say chocolate in Norwegian? Because you also learned some Norwegian before you went over there, right? A little bit. I thought that they were just shortening chocolate in a way that they thought was cool. But choco could also just be the, the word. Um, yes, that seems, yeah, that seems possible. Did you just try to scan the ingredients list real quick? (laughs) Well, I was sort of checking whether this package was in Norwegian at all. Is it? Well, that's for packaging. That's not for now. Okay, sorry. So, the name. What do you think of Choco Brownie Oreos? And we should should be clear, this is C-H-O-C apostrophe O. Yes, I like it a lot. I'm going to give it a 12. I think that's about right. It's it's exciting. Period. End of the day, I want to eat an Oreo called Choco Brownie. 12.5. Our next category is packaging. So we have here another sleeve. It's not the American-style box. But there is some kind of American stuff on this package. Um, there are stars... With American flags as the coloring of the star. Can we just talk about how bizarre this is? It is bizarre. These are very clearly not made for America. They're made for Europe, Ireland, the UK, Finland. Where are you getting this list of countries? There's there's a, a whole list of countries over here. I don't know what it's for. <laughs> it also The package also says hashtag Oreo flavors. But it's uh, with a U in flavors, the British way. Yeah, I, I'm getting the impression from this package that it's it's sort of a British package. Yeah. So I guess the Union Jack is kind of similar color scheme to the American flag, right? Yes. Although that's clear. And those the Norwegian clearly... flag is also, I think, the same color. But, I mean, you look at those stars, there's blue, a field of blue in the top left, and then there's red and white alternating horizontal stripes. Yes, they look like American. It's pretty clearly American. It sort of looks like it's a celebration of an American holiday on this packaging. Like the way that the stars are sort of thrown around mm-hmm. and you have this fancy kind of lettering and and they say new on them, which makes it seem like they're new for a holiday. Sure, Yeah. Well, let's get into the package a little bit more. We have uh, Oreo written in the classic Oreo font, and then where it it shows the, you know, normally there would be the picture of the Oreo just to show the texture. Here we have a, a choco brownie Oreo, presumably, and it's just open, and it looks like it opens very nicely, so I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to that. And there's, uh, what is this, three... Drops of, of brown something flying in all different directions. And there's, I don't know. It looks I don't like understand brownie physics. batter, kind of. Doesn't it? Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, it's, it's, 
It doesn't look like it would be as thick as brownie as I prefer my brownie batter to be. Because okay. the, uh, the droplets are kind of tapered more than you would expect if it was thicker. Again, flavor with a U. Uh, we have, ooh, let's see, 218, no, 52 kcals per 100 grams uh, per Oreo. Wait, what? It's very, this, this nutrition information is very confusing. Oh, what? Oh, man, there's like a, uh, so it looks like it's 52 calories per Oreo, which per two brings it to, whoa, 104. So that's mm. nothing. These but might not be double stuffed. Look at the symbol that they use there. So in the nutrition information, and we should get a picture of this too. It says like per 100 grams and then per one Oreo. But oh, I they, love that. They don't write out Oreo. They have just kind of a, a picture. It's so good because it. It really does look like an Oreo. It's like an Oreo emoji. Anything else about this package? Oh, are there uh, is are the ingredients listed in English? Can we see if there's natural and artificial flavor? It's very important. Um, it just says flavorings. <gasps> we don't know. That could mean anything. Could be natural. Could be artificial. <gasps> it could be also interesting. Is they're using fat reduced cocoa powder. And the uh, the expiration date I'm seeing there is a little bit confusing. It's oh no, it's not confusing. It, it was upside down for me. I thought it said 03 09 2018, but it says 30 09 2018. So it's obviously the European style. So end of September. Yeah, that's pretty quick, isn't it? I, well, who knows how long they've been sitting in whatever store you bought them from. That's true. Yeah. So what do you think about this package? I like it a lot. The stars are weird. <laughs> I like it a lot. It's super weird. No, but I like I like the way the title is sort of between the Oreo, kind of making it seem like there's a lot of brownie in there. Other than the stars, I think I like it. Yeah, in, in the American packaging, you don't often see stuff on the actual Oreo itself, and not, not between the Oreo and the cream. Yeah, it's true. I wonder if that's because there's just less space on this kind of package. There is very little space, so it, it feels... But this feels like a very good use of the space because it's a long, skinny package to kind mm -hmm. of present it that way. It's much bigger than the Argentinian Oreos, also. The packaging. Yeah, the package. Hmm. Presumably there's more Oreos in there. Yeah. So what do you think? I like it. It's maybe not my favorite. I will give it a 10. I have some similar misgivings about this package as I did about the Argentinian ones. Mostly that I don't think this package protects the Oreos very well. Say what you will about America and overpackaging and using too many resources, and unless we manhandle our Oreos, they turn out pretty good. And I'm not saying, you know, I haven't opened this yet, I don't know how the Oreos are going to be, but it's riskier. It feels riskier, this kind of packaging. It also, it just like seems harder to move. Because the, the package, you know, you can just, like, bring it, you can balance it on something, put it on top, stack a bunch of them. Uh, I don't like this, the individual sleeve style. That being said, for an individual sleeve package, it's not bad. I, I It looks festive. The stars with the flag, they are weird. <laughs> they are, they don't make sense. I don't know why they're there, but they do look festive, and maybe that's just my cultural bias. 
and maybe it's because it's almost the 4th of July when we're recording this. So, I don't know. Uh, the physics, as always, are unfathomable. Uh, it's decent. I, I think it's worth eight. Our next category is smell, and Michelle, I think it's your turn. And plus, you brought these across an ocean. So, how about you give them an open? Yeah, it's a lot harder to figure out where to open them when there's no lift tab, huh? So I don't think that these have that... The ones from Argentina had that little... Oh, yeah, the, the strip that you pull around and it decapitates see. the package. I don't see that either. I guess we're just going to have to open them like a, like a bag of chips. Yeah. Okay, seemed easy enough to open. How do they smell? Ooh. They're across the table from me right now, and I can't smell anything, but Michelle has a very good, very happy face. Oh, put your nose in there. Oh, yeah, that smells, it smells very chocolatey. It smells like a brownie to me, like a brown, one of those brownies you put on your frozen yogurt when you get to make your own frozen yogurt. Hmm. I'm getting chocolate. I'm not getting brownie, and there's a subtle distinction there, and maybe my nose is just not good enough to pick it up. I'm rolling my eyes. You know what, let's, can we open the package more? Maybe let some more smell out. Do you want to just take one out and smell it? Yeah, I guess. I don't really want to open the whole... Yeah, no, no, no. I agree. Yeah, it's not a very strong smell. It's, it's chocolatey. It smells good. I like this smell. This smell is making me want to eat this Oreo, which is all you can ask of a smell. But... It's, even if it's, I, I don't know, six inches away from my nose, can't smell it at all. So I think it's it's only worth an eight. No, it's not very strong, but I like that about it. I'm going to give it a ten. No, an eleven. I really like it. Our next category is appearance, and it looks like I was right to worry about these guys. They really don't look that bad. No, they don't. Uh, that was maybe a little bit of hyperbole. Are you getting a lot of, like, white specks on your cookie? Almost like sugar crystals? I do have some white specks, yeah. I've never seen that before. It's strange. Um, everything... I wonder if it's a brownie thing. Ooh, maybe. Some extra sugar. Maybe. Or salt. That would be cool. That would be cool if it was salt. A little kosher salt. Uh, everything that is supposed to be here looks like it's here, but a little bit messy. I'm not getting really crisp lines. Uh, but it's uh, it's it's not that bad, right? I would say it's it may be below average, but if so, it's just below average. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of dust on my fingers from these, which yeah. I don't think normally happens. I agree with that. But I did bring these across an ocean. Yeah. So you have to give them a little bit of... Were they in your checked bag or your carry-on? They were in my checked bag. So they were probably manhandled a little bit. I did put them, so I got a free water bottle from the conference that I was at, and it came in a box. And so I took the water bottle out of the box, and I put the Oreos in the box. Oh. So, and then I meant to put that in my carry-on, and I forgot. Okay. So, good thing you brought it, though. Like, yes. good thing you didn't just forget it at your Airbnb. No, it was, it was in my check bag, and I just <laughs> meant to transfer it to my carry-on. <laughs> yeah, these are very dusty cookies. That's very strange. They are definitely not double stuff. They're not double stuff. I like how even they are. Yeah, these cookies look very parallel. The, there's not a lot of cream, but it's kind of just brown. 
cream is doesn't look exciting from the outside. That's true. It doesn't look very exciting. It kind of has a very bland color. Yeah, it's just brown. It's kind of hard to see, actually, because it doesn't come up to the edge, so it's in the shadow of the cookies, and the cookies themselves are so dark that it's, it's I don't know. If this were my first Oreo ever, I would not be like, oh, that's a cool-looking thing. That's fair. All in all, I think they look decent. Middle of the road maybe a little bit worse. I think I'm going to give them a 7 here. Mm, that's too low. Another 8. Really, I was thinking even, they're yeah, they're just sort of average. I, I'm going to give them a 7. Our next category is ease of opening. How are you going to open yours? I will twist. I was hoping you would pull apart so I could twist. Oh, I, I don't mind. No, no, do you do the twist. Oh, oh Michelle is making some very strange faces. No good. It's, very bad. Yeah. It's like the the cream stuck to both cookies, half to one, half to the other. In no sort of coherent way. Just sort of ripping chunks out of the side. Yeah, ugh. That's no good. Was it, how easy was it? It was very hard. Right? Oh, God. I, Whoa. Well, Mine That's separated better, but, uh, so I pulled it apart, <laughs> and the the cookie without the frosting on it just snapped in half in my hands. And there's even a line in the cream here where that snap happened. Yeah. Uh, it was very easy, very easy to get apart, <laughs> but did not come apart nicely. The cream, so the cream mostly stuck to just one side, but it's it's a little bit roughed up. So I think, woof. Now, normally we would open a couple of Oreos, but because we have just, just the one sleeve, we don't want to, you know, we don't, we don't want to use all of them because I, we, we actually are, or at least I am, and I think you are too, actually excited to eat these. Oh yes, definitely. So I think we're going to keep it at just opening one for each. I feel like that was evidence enough of the ability to open them. Yeah, I don't think they'd be good candidates for pinch because the pinch... What you're really looking for is cream that is very off-center, and the, the cream here is almost perfectly centered. Mm -hmm. um, and you're looking for a, a thicker bed of cream because you really you need leverage. Yeah. And these cookies won't give us the leverage for the pinch. It's too thin. Yeah. Uh, maybe the up-down. Remember the up-down? We haven't done that in a long time. That's true. This might be a good candidate for that, but eh, that's not a... That's, that's a definite third-string way of opening Oreos anyway. What's your score? Well, it opened very easily, but not very well, and it broke on me. So I, I can't get a high score. I think it gets a 6.5. Mine was so hard to open and did so terribly. I will give it a 3. Our next category is taste. Do some people think this is the most important category? Some people might think so. Do we? No, we rank it equally with all the other categories. All right, well... Uh, then, then let's get to tasting. I have to put mine back together. It's like Humpty Dumpty over here. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's really nice. Mm -hmm. That has a, that very much has a brownie flavor. Yeah. I think the... The cookie really lends itself well to being a brownie-flavored Oreo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The cookie is like the, the edge of the brownie. Mm-hmm. Like the crunchy edge. I like that a lot. I'm going to have another one. 
I think I... I just wish there was more cream, I think. I'm so used to the double stuff yeah. now. Yeah, it's... I, I, the default in America, the flavored ones, is double stuff. And I like that. Because no one's, no one's eating Oreos for the cookies. Mr. Nabisco, nobody's eating your Oreos for the cookies. They're eating them for the cream. Give us the cream. Well, how do you say Mr. in Norwegian? Oh no, I forget. Okay, well... Uh, uh, what's a Norwegian accent? Like, uh, it's, this is, no, I'm no. not even gonna, not gonna cross that bridge. Well, however you say Mr. in Norwegian, Nabisco. Is, actually, is this even Nabisco? Because the, uh, the Argentinian Montez ones, International. Mondelez. Mondelez. Well, we got these in, yeah, Mondelez Norge. That's Norwegian, in Norwegian. So, well, it's, um... Yeah, so Mon Mr. Mondelez, Senor Mondelez, because it's international. Senor Mondelez, give us the cream. Come on, don't be stingy. Mm -hmm. That's what we're here for. You got a score? Mm. They're really good. Okay, is that, a, is that a number? A number that I was previously hey, unaware of? Hey, come on. I was thinking about it. We've had some kind of inaccurate scores in the past, and I want to take the time to really... One. We screwed up one Oreo. Okay. Well, just want to be extra aware of really thinking about the flavor. I'm going to give it a 10.5. I think that's about right. It definitely loses some because there is not enough cream. Mm -hmm. And the cookie, the cookie's very dry. Yeah. My mouth is very dry right now. I'm actually gonna gonna go take a drink of water because I don't think I can do the rest of this podcast after eating two Oreos without some water. But it's what's good. your score? It's good. It's really good. Ten. And our next category is Were You Tricked? So Michelle, I have one question for you. Were you tricked? No. I wasn't tricked. You didn't think you were eating a brownie? No. I'm sorry, you didn't think you were eating a choco brownie? I did not think I was eating a choco brownie, but it was it was pretty close. It tastes like a brownie. It doesn't feel like a brownie. It doesn't taste as much like a brownie as a brownie does. Like there's more brownie yeah. flavor in a brownie than a choco brownie Oreo. I agree with you. It is very similar to brownie brittle, I think. Brownie brittle? What is brownie brittle? It's like really thin slices of brownie that are that are crunchy. Tell me more. Um, How do you make it? I've only ever bought it from a store. Oh. I guess if you were to make it, you would make a thin layer of brownie batter and then bake it so it was crispy. Huh. Never heard of it before. Anyway, it's, it's like that. It's like brownie batter, um, or brownie brittle, rather. It's not, I wouldn't, I'm not confused. I don't think I'm eating brownie brittle. I'm not confused. Or I kinda, I'm not tricked. I kind of want to taste the icing on its own. Because maybe the icing, oh man. <laughs> Michelle just, I don't know how you tried to open that, but, <laughs> but you split, you split the cookie in half on one side. How's that icing by itself? Let me get some of that. Still not tricked. It tastes like brownie batter to me. The icing does? Yeah. Hmm. It's too creamy and buttery and, and not fudgy and chocolatey enough. I think 
that these, I think Senor Mondelez and his food scientists really intended these Choco Brownie Oreos to be eaten as a full package, which, you know, maybe that's why they're so hard to open, because you're not supposed to open them. And the, the chocolate from the cookie, I think, really, really impacts the brownie flavor, the overall brownie flavor, because the cream mm. doesn't get you there by itself, I don't think. That's a reasonable opinion. So, how accurate do you think these were? I will give it a 10. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's it's probably about as close to a brownie as you can get in an Oreo. So, I, I think 11.5. And now, Michelle, this final category has some personal significance for you today, doesn't it? Yes, so our last category is, how good are these Oreos as an eye mask? Now, why does that have personal significance for you? So, as many of you may know, the there's very little nighttime in the very north of the globe. Planet. Also the south. But and yeah. the south. Oh yeah, that's true. At yeah. the extremes. Basically, and... if you're above the Antarctic Circle, this or the below the Arctic Circle. No, above the Arctic Circle, below the Antarctic Circle, the sun will just not set for a, a certain time of the year. Yes. So where I was staying in Norway was very close to this area or in this area? I think it's south of the Arctic Circle, but yeah, close. but very close. And so the sun really didn't, it didn't quite fully go away. So it was very light there. And as someone not used to this, I had to wear a lot of eye masks to try to sleep. Try being the important word. And so we figured it was an appropriate test of these Norwegian Oreos to see if they could indeed be eye masks, just in case you forgot yours. So Michelle, uh, give me your phone so I can take a picture of you while you put Oreos over your eyes <laughs> and see how much how much light they let through, I guess. Or if you think you could sleep like that. Am I the only one doing this? No, I'll do it next. <laughs> you look like a really offensive caricature of a blind person. Oh no, that's terrible. So what are you what are you seeing? So I closed my eyes because that's how you would use an eye mask. Because it's not really fair if you leave them open. Plus, I don't want Oreo flakes in my eyes. And they're pretty good, actually. So I'm holding them on because I'm not lying down. So it's your head back. <laughs> they're not, she's not quite getting her head back far enough. Yeah, I don't, I think that they would actually be pretty good. So there's a little bit of light coming in from the corners over here. Yeah, those sides don't look like they're well covered. But it's not that bad. Because the Oreos aren't curvy, though. They're not curvy. Yeah. But, so, say say you had um, some some strings kind mm -hmm. of tying them around the back of your head. Maybe ribbons or something. To keep them on when you if you turned over. I think they would be pretty good. You have Oreo dust in a ring around your eyes, and it's real funny. <laughs> it was really dark in there. Your like, eyes are so bloodshot now. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> You don't have to do it. No, I do. I do have to do it. Let's trade. Take your phone. I'll take the Oreos. All right, here we go. Um, hmm? Okay. I'm gonna. Well, I'll hold them here for the picture. Yeah, it's it's weird. So I've never actually had an eye mask before, and it's weird having this pressure on my eyes. So an eye mask doesn't usually put pressure on your eyes like that. Well, it's it's just weird having something so close. You know, even because I'm not actually pressing on my eyes, I'm, I'm keeping it on. 
kind of by pressing below my eyes. Um, it's hard to balance this. There we go. It's fine. I don't like this. I don't like that at all. Do I have the Oreo duster on my eyes? Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it let the light in not very much. It was, I guess, the Oreos are fairly opaque. But it was, it was never comfortable. I was never happy that it was happening. Yeah, they sort of, because they're so circular, they actually get too close to your eyes, whereas typically an eye mask has is resting on your nose. So it's sort of covering your eyes without getting anywhere close to them. So you can still, like, open your eyes and, yeah. and move your eyelashes and stuff. I don't like it when my eyelashes touch things. Right, so they normally wouldn't with an eye mask. So I think that's the one downfall. But in terms of blocking out the light, they're actually very good. So that's the one downfall of using Oreos as an eye mask. Well, and also the fact that they, they're going to fall off if you turn yeah. over, unless yeah. you construct something. Yeah, so I, I think in the three... So an eye mask has three main qualities, right? One, it stays on your face. Mm -hmm. Two, it blocks the light. Three, it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. So these hit... They do block the light for the most part. They, I was not comfortable. Were you comfortable? Uh, I think I was more comfortable than you were. Okay. And I don't think it would have stayed on either of our faces unassisted. So I, I, I can't give it a high score. It failed two out of the three things about being an eye mask. So already there, the, the highest score it can get is like a four. And it's not going to get that. It's going to get a two. Oh, wow. That was harsh. So I, I think in terms of blocking out the light, it was much better than expected. Tremendous, in fact. Did you think that the light would go through the Oreo? I thought that a lot more would get in around, but actually an mm. Oreo is sort of the shape of your eye socket, and so it's pretty good at blocking out the light. So I think your eye sockets are a little bit smaller than mine, because oh, the Oreo work. was not not super good at, at blocking out the light for me. Okay. So it's not going to be the same for everyone. That's fine. For me, that was good. Whereas our other categories will be the same for everyone, right? Uh, it was less less uncomfortable for me than for you. And I think that they might stay on long enough for you to fall asleep if you're really tired. And a very still sleeper. Yeah, exactly. So based on that, I will give them a six for being an eye mask. And that's our final category, so now give us just a minute to calculate our scores. And while we're doing that, why don't you head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can, and give us a, a five-star rating or whatever whatever you want to rate us, but we would prefer five stars, and a review. Help other people find the podcast, help get the word out. We'd really appreciate it. What was your score, Randy? My final score was 66.5. What was yours? Mine was 69.5. Overall, pretty good Oreo. Definitely uh, struggled in the last round for both of us, but... And an ease of opening. And an ease of opening, yes. I think, I suspect, if you're outside of America, though, ease of opening is not going to get high marks any from any Oreo. I think that's true. So I think we can say we, we recommend... Choco brownie flavor Oreos. Yeah, definitely. If you're in Scandinavia, go get yourself some. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Milk's favorite podcast, and we hope it's your favorite podcast, too. For our music, we'd like to thank Joe Taylor. You can hear him play with Kid Scientist, 
or go to their website at kidscientist.bandcamp.com. If you want to get in touch with us, email us at milksfavoritepodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at milksfavoritepodcast. Or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at